You're listening to the Australian Family and Fertility Law Podcast. Here's your host, Stephen Page. G'day, I'm Stephen Page from Page Proven Family and Fertility Lawyers, and today I'm talking about surrogacy in the Northern Territory, or really, what's about to happen. Currently in the Northern Territory, and this is uh, filmed in April uh, 2022, there are no laws regarding surrogacy. One might think it's a free-for-all, but in reality it's not. Unless you do traditional surrogacy at home currently in the Northern Territory, you can't do it. And the reason being, if you need an IVF clinic, there's only one, and that's Reprimed in Darwin. And Reprimed uh, have taken the view, well, we won't assist with any surrogacy at all. They have restrictions under their licensing requirements, as do every IVF clinic in Australia, not to do commercial surrogacy. But they've taken the further view that even if the surrogacy is not commercial, they won't do it, and for the obvious reason. There are no laws in the Northern Territory to allow transfer of parentage. So who's going to get the blame if you go through the process with Reprimed and then discover that you aren't the lawful parents at the other other end? They are for allowing it to occur. So they say, hands off, we won't touch it. But thankfully, that's about to change. Uh, Last year, uh, I took part in the Northern Territory Government Surrogacy Joint Working Group. So this was a bunch of public servants and a small number of outsiders. So I was, there was one outside lawyer whose job was to do the drafting, and I took part as a lawyer experienced in surrogacy. I had been pushing uh, one way or another for about the last 10 years for the Northern Territory to have surrogacy laws And I'm really excited that there are going to be laws uh, in the Northern Territory concerning surrogacy. Of course, uh, any law that might come before Parliament is not perfect. Uh, It doesn't have absolutely everything in my wish list uh, in it, uh, but it's pretty close to that. And I'm very happy and excited that this law is, is about to come about. Currently, there are discussions happening between Uh, government officials and members of parliament, and I hope uh, that the members of the Northern Territory Legislative Assembly will pass this law and enable Territorians at long last to undertake surrogacy and not have to go overseas or sometimes interstate in order to become parents. I'm also excited that this law will come about so that if intended parents who are living in interstate have a surrogate from the NT, typically from Darwin, that she doesn't have to face the prospect of having to fly interstate uh, to give birth, or even worse, drive across the outback where of course there's no medical treatment for hour upon hour upon hour where something could go wrong. And I'm aware of a number of journeys of Uh, Northern Territory surrogates who did exactly that. One, for example, who drove from Darwin to Melbourne in order to give birth. I I think this is um, crazy and avoidable, and I hope that the law comes in place soon and will change all that. The basic format of the law follows that uh, of interstate models, uh, namely that intended parents Uh, and there won't be any discrimination in the Northern Territory. There's currently discrimination in the Anti-Discrimination Act allowing uh, the IVF clinic to discriminate uh, uh, on its treatment. That'll go, so that's good. 
So anyone who want who needs to undertake surrogacy, so whether you're a heterosexual married couple or unmarried, or whether you are uh, a single man, woman, non-binary, transgender, uh, or whether you are uh, a gay male relationship or a lesbian couple, whoever it is, you will be able, if you need to do surrogacy, you'll be able to undertake it in the Northern Territory. And I think that's wonderful. So if you live in the, in the Northern Territory, it'll be Northern Territory laws that apply, even if you have a surrogate who lives in a state. I should add that there is, there is a grandfather period under the law, under the proposed law, so that anyone who has undertaken surrogacy at home in the Northern Territory uh, will be able to be recognised. And a grandfather period like that has been experienced in other, other jurisdictions, for example, Queensland, New South Wales, and there were a small number of people who had undertaken surrogacy before and, and wanted to have that final recognition. I'd say get advice now if you're in that category. But for everyone else who's planning, the same kind of process that you're looking at in interstate uh, will happen, namely go off and get uh, your surrogate checked out, that she's uh, medically okay, get independent legal advice both sides, preferably from someone who knows what they're doing about surrogacy. Uh, what I worry about is that if you go to a Northern Territory lawyer at this stage, they know nothing about surrogacy and therefore there's a risk of something going wrong, not because they mean anything to go, it's just they have a lack of expertise um, in the area. That expertise will develop uh, over time uh, and go off and get fertility counselling and once you've got those uh, bits in place, namely doctor says surrogate's okay to go, uh, that you have uh, a surrogacy arrangement all signed up, it must be written uh, and by all the parties, so that's the intended parents, the surrogate and her partner, you've had the independent legal advice both sides and you've had the fertility counselling, the fertility counsellor gives a positive report, then it'll go to Repromed and Repromed uh, to approve it. I should say that you don't have to have treatment in the Northern Territory, you can have it interstate, uh, but chances are you'll do it locally. Um, but it will depend. I've certainly seen a number of interstate uh, variants. It's not necessarily the treatment will be occurring locally. At the end of the process, the surrogate, and if she has a partner, her partner will be uh, the parents. Uh, the uh, intended parents will not be the parents at birth. Nevertheless, the name of the child will be that chosen by the intended parents. That's what you'd normally set out uh, in the surrogacy arrangement. Commercial surrogacy uh, will be illegal, uh, like it is everywhere else um, in the country. And uh, then you post-birth, and there will be a period from recollection, it's one to six months post-birth. You then make an application to the magistrate's court uh, for a transfer of parentage from the surrogate and her partner, if she has one, to the intended parent or intended parents. And when that order is made, then you'll be recognised for all purposes as the uh, parents uh, under Australian law. And then that, that order uh, will be given to the Registrar of Births, Deaths and Marriages. I don't know the process yet. I don't think that's been worked through quite yet. Uh, but it'll, be, it'll go to the Registrar of Births, Deaths and Marriages, assuming the child is born in, in uh, the Northern Territory, and the birth certificate will then alter uh, recognising you as the parents. 
the Northern Territory by making commercial surrogacy illegal uh, will also, in some circumstances, if you're thinking of doing surrogacy overseas, make that overseas journey illegal. So the Northern Territory Government has done a couple of things with its bill which are, are important uh, by not being in there. The first is that there won't be a requirement to go to a state regulator to get your surrogacy arrangement approved. That was certainly something that I was strongly against. I thought that then there should not be a state regulator like there is in WA and Victoria, but there should be a process of independent legal advice and counselling and clinic approval as we see in Queensland, New South Wales, uh, the ACT, uh, Tasmania uh, and South Australia. Uh, the second is that there is no specific ban uh, under the surrogacy bill in undertaking commercial surrogacy overseas. So that's quite unlike Queensland, New South Wales uh, or the ACT. However, that doesn't mean that there's a free-for-all in undertaking surrogacy, commercial surrogacy overseas because there are provisions of the Northern Territory Criminal Code that make it illegal to engage in acts which may occur overseas where part of the act or the effect of the act occurs in the Territory. So very careful legal advice needs to be obtained on that because you don't want to be tripped up on that. And the last one that... Uh, is allowable in the Northern Territory is that traditional surrogacy can occur uh, in the Northern Territory. There are restrictions uh, in some other states, for example, in Victoria, you can't do traditional surrogacy through an IVF clinic. You can do it at home, but you can't rely on the surrogate using her eggs uh, as part of the journey so that she is not only uh, carrying the child, but she is also the mother of the child. So that is allowable in the Northern, will be allowable in the Northern Territory. And I think that's a good idea because the reality is that sometimes that's the only option. Uh, and the approach taken by IVF clinics interstate uh, where traditional surrogacy is allowed is to assess each case on a case by case basis. Look at risk. And if it's uh, not too risky, then uh, to proceed. But I don't know whether Repromed uh, will ultimately uh, undertake traditional surrogacy. That'll be a decision uh, for them. And some clinics interstate don't do traditional surrogacy because they consider it too risky. And the risk that they worry about is that the surrogate being the mother of the child wants to hang on to the child. So these are all good developments. Uh, the bill comes before the parliament uh, to be debated uh, in May and uh, I hope uh, that it takes effect uh, later this year, but I think uh, it has a, a, a finite period by which it must come into law by 2024. Hopefully it'll be a lot sooner. Basically, the government will want to make sure if the bill is passed that key stakeholders are ready. And there are three key stakeholders. They are the Registrar of Births, Deaths and Marriages. We want to make sure they're ready so that the process uh, for change of uh, names on birth certificates uh, can be done quickly and efficiently. Secondly, the Magistrates Court, that it's ready uh, to handle any applications. I think the number of applications will be very low. If we do one a year, uh, you'll be lucky. Uh, 
South Australia typically has one a year and it has a much bigger population um, than the Territory. Having said that, the Territory has a young population, uh, so it, it might you might have one a year. And uh, the last one being the local IVF clinic, uh, namely Reprimed, that it, it has its systems in place. And with those three key stakeholders ready, uh, then the law will start. So very excited. I think this is wonderful news for the Northern Territory joining the rest of Australia in regulating surrogacy and enabling uh, intended parents to become parents through surrogacy. I'm Stephen Page. Thank you for joining me. Uh, from and I'm from Page Proven Family and Fertility Lawyers. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate reaching out to Stephen at pageproven.com.au.